Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. A with one more podcast. And today we're going to talk about social media insights that you probably should know about. Okay, so let's maybe get started. Number one, social media is value exchanged. Okay, so you have to provide value to others if you want to grow your social media networks. Okay, so there is no other way to even start thinking about an alternative the moment that you do not provide value for somebody else and then is the moment when you're not going to be able to grow your account so let me give you an example what value actually is so for example if you come to the dr aces accounts in social media i provide you a value right so if you go to instagram for example i'm giving some quotes that may be valuable for students, right, to follow maybe my account. If they come to LinkedIn, all right, I give free content, I give articles that may have some value and some quotes about the workforce that provides value for an audience of a kind, right? So we have to keep sharing the value in order for for, for us to be able to grow our accounts in this new world of social media, all right? So social media is without question a value exchanged, all right? Now, social media is easy, but it's also difficult at the same time because everybody can do it, in fact. So that becomes a supply and demand thing. So keep that in mind. Just because everybody can do it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easy. And Gary Vee spoke about this too many times in his podcast, I just wanted to give a shout out here for his show. You guys should probably also listen to what he has to say. This is where this information comes from. I think it's very important for you guys to know that, all right? So social media um, work is easy, but it's also difficult because everybody else is doing. So don't be discouraged. Look at this work in the long run, all right? And keep believing, keep producing content and giving value. And I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Now, change copy per platform. What do you mean by this? Well, if you have to provide content, right, that offers value to an audience, we have to always, always produce copy writing, right? Copy, let's say on Instagram that fits the Instagram platform, all right? So, for example, Instagram is not the very best place to to drive traffic to your site because the copy where you put your writings in it, right, doesn't allow folks to click at a link to go to another page, right? So we have to understand that. However, if you use Pinterest, for example, that is actually all right. Same thing for LinkedIn is another great example of that. So your copy should always, folks, match how the actual platform operates. You see what I'm saying? So changing or change copy per platform is a good insight that you should know. Now, in social media, the truth always wins. We spoke about this in class a number of times right? Before I spoke a number of times about this before. Eventually, people are going to find out what the truth is, what the truth is. 
So there is no meaning. <laughs> I just want to say this. There is no reason to try to pretend something. All right. So this idea of fake it until we make it is is a dead concept because people can find out about it. The truth is always going to win. This is why, folks, when I see this constantly in social media, I see this all the time. I'm a public figure. Say, are you really a public figure? Or I am a, an entrepreneur or I am a, I don't know what people could, people can call whatever they want to call. But people kind of know if you know what you're doing, right? So be very careful with that. So make sure that you tell the truth because in this new media network, if you don't, people are going to find out fairly quickly. So another thing that I think you all need to know, another social media insight, is that in this new medium, we have to be very careful, all right, that we talk to people, not at them, right? Very tough, difficult, because the moment that we, that we start appearing that we are talking at them, right? What happens is that folks don't like to hear that. And the moment that that happens, you lost your audience. It's really that simple. Now, don't try to sell, okay? Give it away. I know this is difficult for a lot of people to process, but you cannot sell. You have to give away your content, okay? Why am I saying that? Well, because the accounts that grow more often and quicker use this model as an insight. The moment that you're trying to sell the things that you are producing is the time that people are not going to buy from you, I don't think. All right, so how do you solve this? This is how. By giving some of your content away, you make folks, you make your audience be guilty about not supporting you. You see what I'm saying? It's a different way of looking at this whole thing. Rather than trying to sell, right? Don't. Give it away and let this emotion of being giving play a role in how guilty your audience is going to be for consuming your content for free. And then they may have a reason to give you some money because you're giving something for them anyways, right? So that's the, the fair exchange that we have in our society, in our economy. But it's a different way to thinking about, a different way to think about how this exchange is actually done. So don't try to sell, give it away. Now, <laughs> technology doesn't care how you feel, folks. It doesn't matter that you work 45, 50 hours a week, 67 or 80 hours a week. Technology does not care. All right. So what does that mean? Well, that means that it's going to be a lot of work. And if you do all this work and nothing comes out of it, technology, the Internet, is not going to care all the, the work that you have done. So just keep that in mind that there is, of course, there is a risk that um, you may be disappointed with your campaign. That's where 
the talent component is going to be a part of this whole process. It's not just doing the work and producing micro and macro content at scale that's going to take you places. Is that plus your talent for doing these things, like anything else. Just because somebody hits 500 golf balls a day doesn't mean that they're gonna play on a PGA Tour. Do you know, you know what I mean? So technology doesn't care how you feel, so just <laughs> remember that. You may wanna remember this maybe in the future. Now, this is an interesting concept. The star- smartphones are the remote control of our society. So again, I'm going to borrow this from Gary Vee, who said this in one of his shows, and I think you guys probably should hear about it, that the smartphone is our new television. Think about the 60s, the 70s, when we were not born. <laughs> but since it's a podcast here about media, the cell phone, the smartphones that we use today, they really are controlling our society. And the smartphone is our modern-day television. Do you understand? All right. So television, cable television is our radio of today. And print, I don't even know what print is in the past. Print is dying everywhere. So, all right. So the smartphone is the TV of today, right? The TV, cable television that we have today is the radio of the past, And unfortunately, the print is dying. I don't even know. (laughs) There is the telegraph, (laughs) you know, weather in the the past. But just remember this, okay? It's important to understand that smartphones are, in fact, the remote control of society and kind of serve today as the new day television. Don't impose your expertise on others, period. We're going to move forward with that one. Don't even need to say anything else about it. Now, think about this. Interesting. The internet is the highway. Big companies are the tool booths. Facebook, Instagram are the frenemies. Another interesting social media insight. We kind of know them. (laughs) We kind of use them, right? But at the same time, we are the consumer of them. So we are friends with them, but not really because we want to grow our accounts organically. But then at the same time, to be able to do that, which is not totally possible because those platforms don't really share all the content that we produce. We have to pay them something even though we produce the content. So important to understand that, right? That Facebook and Instagram are in fact, <laughs> they are frenemies, right? So they're not really our, our enemies and not really our friends, right? But the internet is the highway. Big companies are the two booths. And of course, Facebook and Instagram are the frenemies. Now, this is also interesting, something that I haven't heard much in a conversation in social media is that the social media, the the social media ecosystem is actually fairly young, folks. So this is going to evolve to something much more sophisticated, which I suspect the next wave of growth in social media is going to be with voice recognition. Seems pretty obvious to me. But uh, but the ecosystem is still pretty young, so we're going to see a lot of changes coming up in a very near future. So I felt that you should hear this as a social media insight to be very helpful for you to plan to see what's coming. But keep thinking about what is going to be the next thing, all right? The ecosystem is still very, very young. 
All right, so something else that I think is also important for you all to understand is that one of the reasons why I believe in business development, right, is because business development helps you to grow your account. And you're saying, Dr. Wei, that's incredibly important. I understand that. But give me like an example. What is, what is business development anyways? Well, business development can be defined in so many different ways. I'm going to give you a practical definition here. Or let me, maybe this is better. I'm going to explain to you how you can do business dev, let's say using Instagram. And this is how. You go and connect to your Instagram account. All right, and then you go to the search function, and hypothetically speaking, you're going to type, I mean, I don't know, dentist in your area, all right? And let's say that you want to sell them something, right, without being on their faces. What you can do is to DM them, literally DM a gazillion of them, and let's say that you want to uh, redo their website, for example, all right? So you go to their to this dentist's website, for example, analyze if 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 their website is not as good and you can make it better, you go to their Instagram account, for example, right? Go to Instagram, find their account, and DM them saying exactly this, right? That you went to see his website, that you believe you can make his website or her website better. And um, wants to maybe set up a meeting to see what is this whole protocol for working with external clients, right? So, external professionals, right? So, but you see what I'm saying? And you do this repeatedly in one area. For example, talk with like 300 people, but you have to go out and do some business development if you want to grow your account financially or not. So if this is just the example of the dentist, just an example in, in commerce, but what it can also do, folks, is to do the same thing and do some biz dev by connecting with the people that you just met because you want to enhance that, that relationship you had with somebody that maybe you met at the cafeteria, right? That's what I do. So I meet them at the cafeteria with my selfie stick, and then we exchange Instagram accounts, and then I'm liking their content, and then eventually I send them a DM, and we keep the conversation going, biz dev, getting a little closer to your audience, and then eventually what they do, they share your stuff to their friends, or maybe they're going to be able to hire you, then pay you for your services. Who knows? But you have to do... Uh, business development, all right? So now this is also another very important social media insight that is going to be helpful for you, all right? The market does not care how you feel or how you look, right? Social media levels the field for success. Now, this is actually very good news if you are a minority, right? So <laughs> if you are black, white, yellow, green, purple or I don't know orange it's the people don't care the market doesn't care how you look so technically social media networks kind of levels the field for success based on your talent all right this is perhaps the very first time in the history of mankind that folks coming from different backgrounds and colors are not going to be judged all right 
poorly because of how they look. And this, again, is an important insight that I felt that I should share with you because it's just not often the case, all right? So remember that, that uh, the marketer just doesn't care how you look. <laughs> Thank God. All right, so another insight, the more mature the platform, the more difficult it will be to grow your social media organically. All right, let's stop for a second here. So what do I mean by that? Well, the more that these platforms are already being used by millions and millions of people, the more difficult will be for you to grow your account organically in these platforms. What does that mean? Well, this is what it means, is that once you see a new platform emerging, TikTok, for example, and LinkedIn, right now in 2019, are two upcoming platforms that your organic growth in there is just ridiculous. So it only makes sense for you guys to go to those platforms and start using them and establish yourselves there because there will be a time when they're going to become more mature and that's going to be very tough for you to grow your account organically using those platforms, right? When an innovation is introduced to the market, right? is often not used by as many people. So it's cheap to be able to invest there. And of course, folks, that if it's not used by many people, you're gonna be able to grow your account a little quicker. As people catch up, right? And more people use the platform, then what happens is that now it's gonna be more expensive for you to be able to grow your account and the organic growth is not going to happen as quick, right? They're going to try to sell you maybe uh, more advertising to be able to do that. And that's exactly what's happening right now with, uh, with Facebook and Instagram. Those are already mature platforms. TikTok and LinkedIn are not really, all right? But anyway, so another, another insight here, you guys. Are you guys ready for this? Wait 90 days to see a pattern in social media. Why am I saying that? Is because too many people, I've spoken with way too many people say, but Dr. A, I've been doing this for three weeks and I don't see any difference. Or, oh, I'm doing this work and trying to use those tactics for about two and a half months and I'm not seeing anything. Dude, listen carefully. You may do work in social media, right? In social media platforms like Instagram, for example, that's going to take you maybe like six months to a year. And you're not going to see that much difference in the work that you do. You have to look at this work long term. And don't forget, the work doesn't stop necessarily online. Doing the work offline, getting out there and talking with people and building your brand offline is as important, if not more important than doing the work online. Remember that. That's an important insight as well. All right? You have to be social, right? This is social media. That means that we have to be social. So give yourself some time to see a pattern in social media before making any full decisions about whether you should be in social media or not, or whether you should give up your online business or any goal that you may have. So be patient, be patient, (laughs) 
Have patience. Be patient. Have patience. And never give up until you give enough time to see if you have a chance to achieve success.